0: Welcome to the KBB Review Podcast, I'm your host Andy Davis and this is episode 8 of season 5. And it's a very special one because we're all about the launch of the KBB Review Retail and Design Awards 2023. Entries are now open. It's totally free and we've got categories for retailers, designers, installers and suppliers so there's something in here for everyone. We're going to catch up with a few of the 2022 winners, and I'm going to answer some of the questions I get asked the most, hopefully dispel some myths, and I'll give you my top tips for putting together winning entries. In other words, everything you need to know about the awards is in this episode. Let's start with some basics for those that don't know. The KBB Review Retail and Design Awards are simply the biggest awards in the UK and Ireland kitchen and bathroom industry, and amazingly, 2023 will be our 29th year. If you are a kitchen and or bathroom retailer, designer, installer or supplier, we have categories for you and it's totally free to enter. I've already mentioned that. Independents, multiples and franchisees are all welcome to enter. However, there are some caveats on multiples and franchisees. So make sure you check the criteria. Entries are open now and the closing date is Thursday, November the 17th. And that is the actual closing date. We're not going to extend it or anything like that. You enter through our website, kbpreview.com forward slash awards, and it's so simple. You can save and edit it as you go before you submit it. So, what have you got to lose? So, let's look a bit more in depth at some of the categories. Now, for you designers, we have six different categories, three for kitchen and three for bathrooms, and they are divided up by project costs. So, for example, we have kitchen designer of the year, project cost £30,000, £50,000, or bathroom designer of the year, project cost up to £10,000. They're all there. This means that the whole market is covered, and we define project cost as the final bill paid by the client to you. So on the entry form, you then tell us what is and what isn't included in that cost. Installation is the obvious one, for example. The judges then take all that into consideration. Oh, and very important for these design categories, you can only enter each category once. Or to put it another way, you can't enter multiple projects into the same category, okay? You can only enter each category once. Every year I have to phone up people who have done all the work on several entries in the same category, only to tell them that they have to pick one, so don't let that be you. Now we judge the entries against seven criteria, aesthetics, meeting and exceeding the brief, problem solving, considering sustainability, product and material choice, unique ideas and initiative, and value for money. In other words, how the projects look is only part of the criteria. That's what makes these professional design awards. Now, coming up later in this episode, I'll be giving you some more top tips for doing a winning design entry, so stay tuned. Let's head over now to Sirencester to meet one of our 2022 design winners, and that is Chantelle Elshout. Hello, Chantelle. Hi, Andrew. How are you today?
1: Very good. How are you?
0: I'm very, very well, thank you. Very excited about the launch of the awards. Now, you weren't just a winner at the 2022 awards. You were a big, fat double winner. (sighs) You took home both the, big mouthful here it comes, the Bathroom Designer of the Year project cost up to £10,000 and the Bathroom Designer of the Year project cost £10,000 to £25,000. Now, (laughs) we'll talk about that in a minute, but let's kick off with a bit of an overview of of you and your business. Tell us about it for those who might be unfamiliar with your work.
1: So I set up my um, own studio about 10 years ago after working for several kitchen design companies previously. I've been in an industry for over 20 years, just really love what I do. And, and the reason I wanted to set up on my own is because I really wanted to get involved in not just kitchens, but the overall project. And it grew very quickly. We've had lots of lovely clients and lots of repeat clients, actually, which is always nice. And the two bathrooms that one were actually for a client that we did a kitchen for the year before so it was nice to go back and you know see them and spoke to them about what they wanted we are very much design orientated so it's very personal it's very specific to our clients and what they how they live and what they require and we then source products that is suited to them and their project.
0: Which is fantastic stuff absolute classic KBB Review Award stuff so look what was it like winning that double. I mean you win one, great, right? <laughs> Celebrating, perfect. And no sooner are you back in your seat than yeah. you're up there again. So what what goes through your head when that happens?
1: Uh it's completely unexpected, I have to say, you know, I think there's always such a great short list of people and you you never really think that it could be you, but it was just very very nice to be able to be rewarded for for the project so we're very thankful and grateful for everyone who um, was on the panel and who chose the two projects
0: yeah and they were really great I think what won it for you was that the two bathrooms you had they're very stylish they're quite understated in the best possible way and you'd really met and gone past the brief of that client and I think what lots of people don't always realize particularly with these awards it's a professional awards is that all those things have to come together to make a winning entry it's not just aesthetics it's about the brief the client the money and it all has to come together so how important is it for you as a professional designer to know that your entries are being seen and judged by professional designers who understand the process
1: it's huge actually I think you know it is always that sense of validation to know that you're being recognized as in the community. It's always nice to get lovely reviews from clients, but in the wider design community, it's always really nice to get that little, you've done a good job. (laughs) So yeah, I, I would definitely recommend entering and, you know, putting yourself out there. Sometimes you also feel a bit like, I'm not sure if it's quite good enough, but it is definitely worth considering putting yourself forward for these sorts of things.
0: Absolutely. And I think it's always interesting for me because I've I've seen hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of entries all through the years. And, you know, it's not always the prettiest ones that win because the looks of it are only a part of it. It's quite easy to sort of over Instagram design in a way, isn't it? And I think it can all be about how it looks and who's taking the best photos, but that's not what this is about. It's about, you know, the down and dirty of being a professional designer.
1: Exactly. And I think that is a key thing for us as well. You know, people strive for this perfection and everything has to look Instagram perfect. And real life is not like that. (laughs) You come across many obstacles during the way or complications and you have to problem solve and find solutions for things. And it is really um, that what kind of makes the end product and, and making sure that it all comes together.
0: And doing it for the money as well, making sure it all all hits that budget. Do awards like this help your business? I mean, you have an eponymous studio there in Sirencester. getting an award, great for the ego, but does it help bring in clients?
1: Yes, I definitely think it does. We've, we've had a very busy year and it's going from strength to strength, lots of new inquiries. The fact that we, you have the awards that we can you know, put on our website, we can put it on our email signatures. People immediately know that we've been there, got the awards and they can see examples of our work. So it's definitely a useful award to, to showcase.
0: Yeah, because you constantly need that validation, don't you? That idea that you know this is something worth talking about. You do know what you're doing because, as we all know, it is a bit more of an expensive option compared to going down your big DIY store or whatever. You do get that validation to say, actually, it's worth it.
1: Yes, exactly. And I think a lot of people don't always appreciate the amount of detail and work that goes into a good bathroom design. When people are considering spending, you know, it, it might not seem like a lot, but ten thousand pounds, it's definitely worth getting a designer on board because they could just make that money go so much further and help you to really get what you are looking for as an end product.
0: That's brilliant. So, look, there's lots of uh, doom and gloom around at the moment. So, look, how is business for you at the moment?
1: Um we're still very busy. and as I said, you know we're very lucky that we've got lots of recommended clients from previous clients and some repeat clients as well. So at the moment we are good. we're we're all sort of cautious about the news, but I think you know I've been we've kind of been here before as well and I think if you can ride it out, you just become stronger. So it's just about looking forward over the next year or so and sort of see where, where things are but we're pretty much booked up i think for the next year and a half so
0: well look, that's fantastic to hear so positive and sh- so Chantal, thank you so much for your time and good luck for 2023
1: thank you very much
0: so i've been doing this for a long time now and while i'm not actually a judge i have sat through all the judging sessions so i do have some top tips as promised for doing your design entries and here they are Number one, read the instructions and fill the whole form in. It's obvious, but you'd be honestly surprised about how many people don't. The questions are there for a reason, so answer them. Number two, make sure you include plans. The judges are professional designers and they need to see your plans to get a full understanding of the room and the project. Look at it this way, if you don't include plans, you probably won't win. I can't put it more clearly than that. Number three, pictures sell more than words. It's so important to have good pictures of the project, but it's not a photography competition. What you do need is several pictures that show the entire room space from different angles. If you use professional photographers, they tend to find one or two killer shots of the whole room and then do loads of close-ups. They look great, but don't really tell the judges anything unless it's a specific detail. Number four, details. Now, despite what I've just said, these are often the things that set designs apart from each other, and they're not necessarily aesthetic choices. So, tell us about the limitations of the space, the problems that you're solving, and unusual products or finishes. Why did you put things where you did? Did the client have unusual requests? What did you do to not just make the project simply picking things out of a brochure? Number five, there are seven criteria and each carry equal weight and aesthetics is only one. This is why the prettiest and most photogenic design doesn't always win. Think about them all when writing your entry. Tell us the complete story. And finally, number six, make sure you include plans. Yes, I know that was number two, but I really can't emphasize it enough. That and you can only enter each category once. We'll head to Twickenham now to meet another one of our design winners from the 2022 Awards, Shira Khan from Sheraton Interiors. Hello, sir. Congratulations to you again. Thank you, Andrew. Thanks for having me on the uh, podcast again. That's brilliant, mate. Thank you for coming on. Now, you won the Kitchen Designer of the Year, project cost up to £30,000 category back at the ceremony in March. That must have been quite a moment when they announced your name. How did that feel?
2: I felt amazing. You know, I've been in the industry since I was 18 years old. I've worked my way up and I'm just fortunate enough to to have my own business and just be part of the industry. I just felt like I was rewarded for all my years of service, you know, and it was an amazing feeling. And also just meeting the judges, going through the whole process. The event was great. I was, I was quite humbled, actually. I, I didn't actually get to celebrate until uh, late, late, late <laughs> once the
0: disco kicked off. That's it. Well, it does go on late, late, late. Now let's let's take a step back a bit from that moment. For those that are unaware, aware, give us the quick overview of Sheraton Interiors. Oh well, we're a
2: family-based studio in Richmond, Twickenham. We specialise in German and uh,
0: Shaker-style kitchens, bespoke kitchens. Yes, and it is a brilliant business. You've been on this podcast many times before. Now, the kitchen that you won for was great, obviously, because you won. But I think anyone thinking of entering might be interested in knowing your train of thought in picking that one out to enter it. Do you know what I mean? Like you can only enter each category once. So why did you pick that one out of all the kitchens you've done in that year?
2: I think the main standout point, it was unique and it was different. And I was hoping that it would stand out to the judges in terms of an entry. You know, a lot of thought that went into the design, et cetera, which probably applies to most designs, but it was very, very unique. It was very different in terms of the design itself, the shape, the materials being used, the colors. And
0: yeah, I guess it worked
2: and caught the attention.
0: Yeah, what really came across, I think, was how proud you were of it. People's enthusiasm for their work is, is actually a big factor in all this, I think. If you're genuinely proud of what you've done, it really does come across in that entry and when you're talking to the judges, I think.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I was very much involved in the whole process. From the outset with, with the architect, we kind of designed the actual uh, extension and, and kitchen in tangent so not one before the other so we designed them together in sync uh, and i think that reflected the overall final design and the photos you know really really captured that and i think because i was involved through the manufacturing process as well very closely talking to the workshop that was manufacturing the kitchen for us uh, i think you just kind of i was emotionally attached to it i'm sure most designers are to their designs but yeah this one was was pretty special
0: and, of course, you've never entered before. So you're a classic example of the fact that if you enter, you can win it straight out of the gate.
2: Yeah, I think there's this thought process. Oh, you know, you get the same winners. And I think from experience, I don't think that's true. I think people win on merit. You have to be in it to win it. You know, I know it's a cliche. Yeah. But, you know, uh, so don't be put off by by entering just because you haven't won before or you're not known or recognized. Uh, I think I think you should go for it.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because I sit in that room with those judges and they really don't look at the name very much they go straight for the the pictures the plans actually they they usually look at the plans before the pictures but they are generally looking at the the project not the name and i think that is one of the important things to get across i do think actually for designers it does take a bit of gumption, you know, to put your work in front of peers and get them to, you know, pick it to bits. But I do think without it, there's sometimes a danger of working in isolation a little bit, like even the most experienced designers should always be learning and questioning their work, don't you think? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I know a lot, of,
2: um, a lot of people, a lot of designers, they post their work, you know, on LinkedIn, as you know, and other social media platforms. And I think we should put our work out there and 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 it's nice for your work to be validated by peers and idols and you know people that you look up to etc and and get that feedback and uh, it will either spur you on or motivate you to improve so i think it's a win-win situation
0: and what did that win do for your business, do you think? I mean, how did you get the message out there? Has there been a clear benefit you know, over and above having a shiny trophy on a shelf?
2: Yeah, no, uh, 100%. Um, I think the benefits have been very, very clear for us this year. We've shouted about it on our Instagram. It's plastered all over our website. I think it just adds to the credibility and makes you really stand out from the crowd. I think it will definitely help. And I think what I've noticed this year, you know, Sheraton Interiors is is becoming a bit of an aspirational brand now, where you know clients come to us uh, with the prerequisite of they would like to do business with us, which is great. So you're not constantly you know, spewing off your USPs as to why they should choose us over you know any one of our competitors
0: that's fantastic and that's what that's what this is all about it's about marketing brand building reputation it's all it's all those things all come under this banner of, of winning and awards or becoming finalists in awards let's finish just by asking how business is for you at the moment there's a lot of uncertainty around so it's always good to catch up on it what, what's happening for you
2: yeah i think it was a is a great ta- uh, start to the year and i think recently with the holidays taking center stage at the moment i mean the inquiries have slowed down And the rise of the cost of living, I'm sure it's worrying a lot of people up and down the country. So we we can see the inquiries sort of tailing off slightly. So we're really concentrating on making the most of the inquiries that we have. Yeah, finishing strong in terms of sales. We've got a bit of an order bank to get through. So I think deliveries wise will be fine going into Christmas and Christmas. I think it's, it's at the moment, it's all about prepping for next year. So uh, I think it will be pre- pretty steady for us going into the
0: new year and let's see what 2023 brings. Well, that's brilliant. I think that's a very measured assessment of things that no, nobody really knows at the moment, because as I say, there's so much uncertainty around, but you're preparing for it. Yes. And that's all you can ever do is is to make a good guess and prepare for that. So look, look, thank you so much for spending a bit of time for us. You're a very busy man. And hopefully we'll see you in 2023 and good luck. Absolutely. Thank you, Andrew. All the best. Let's move on to the business categories now, and before we hit the retail trophies, let's talk about the other equally important awards that you can enter in this section. Firstly, we have the supplier team of the year. Now, this very special award highlights the important work done by the people who work for those companies that supply the independent kitchen and bathroom retail sector. These brands are made up of teams of hardworking and dedicated people, and we want to hear all about what they do to keep those retailers stocked, happy, and full of customers. Now, we're defining supplier as anyone who provides products and or services to the independent kitchen and bathroom retail network. So we're including product manufacturers, suppliers and distributors, but also service providers such as software, marketing support, etc. Then we have the installation company of the year. Now, clearly the role of the installer in making the client's dream kitchen or bathroom come true can't be underestimated. So we're giving out this special award that can be won by any kitchen and or bathroom installation company based in the UK or Ireland. And very important this, it includes retail businesses with a specific installation arm. And finally, in this section, we have the Rising Star Award. Now, successful retailers are always looking for fresh, new creative talent. And these rising stars often drive companies to innovate and embrace new practices and technologies. And guided by experienced hands, they can grow into valuable team members or even the next generation of business leaders. The development of this pool of new young talent is so important to the future of the kitchen and bathroom retail sector, and that's why we introduced the Rising Star Award. So we need you to tell us who your rising star is. Who are the members of your team that you believe stand out as a star of the future in this industry? Now, there are only two rules. They must be currently employed by a retailer, which we define as a company that sells direct to the consumer, and they must be under 30 years of age on April 20th, 2023. That's the day of the event other than that they can perform any job role within your business admin design sales finance installation we honestly don't mind as long as they're a star let's go now to essex where hopefully we have kenny look from look and fuller bathroom design studio down the line hello kenny hi andrew how are you i'm very very well thank you so much for joining us now back in march you won the new bathroom retailer of the year for 2022 so congratulations again for that thank you very much for those of you that don't know, uh, give us the 10-second overview of Looking Fuller. So we opened in May of last year, where
3: we offer supply and fits, mid to high-end bathrooms, all about value for money, so stretching the customer's budget as far as they can to get the best quality stuff they can. I've been in the bathroom industry uh, about eight, nine years now, and my business partner's been installing bathrooms for kind of 25 years, so we just kind of put two and two together and sometimes we come up with four and
0: sometimes we don't, so... <laughs> Now, the the new retailer ones are actually some of my favourite categories because I think anyone who takes that plunge, anyone who takes that leap, is incredibly brave, and especially you must have been planning it all the way through a lockdown.
3: Yeah, it was actually me and John over a couple of bottles of red wine one evening, we sat down and had a chat and thought, why don't we do this? I mean, I've been to so many showrooms up and down the country and, uh, and looked at what they kind of do and thought, do you know what how hard can it be and we've put an awful lot into it and it turns out it's a lot harder than we thought (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah it's, it's one of these things that's just incredibly daunting to kind of throw yourself into and to get the recognition we got from the awards was just validation that we are doing the right things in the right way and
0: to kind of get that recognition is just unbelievable for us yeah because you set up a new business you've worked so hard doing it you've put your heart and soul into it and then yeah we, talk us through what's it like when you hear your name read out at that moment on the night i was i, I was shaking if i'm honest <laughs> with,
3: with the people that we was up against we was up against some really really good competition some some businesses who have opened new showrooms and who i was aware of anyway but from before they opened the showroom and some quite big names and some fantastic stuff so when we kind of built up in my head that the awards are always a fantastic night out and look we'll go there we'll have fun we'll have a few drinks see some old friends and and if we win that would just be the icing on on the cake from a really good evening i'll be honest it consumed me for the night and i was i was very nervous the whole night but when we did get that called out it was just euphoria it was
0: unbelievable yeah, and you can see that in the pictures and it's so fantastic <laughs> watching that because of course I know, I, I know who wins and, and therefore I, I'm sort of waiting and watching to see what the reaction is. One of the myths about the awards, I think, is that you know small businesses, small businesses that have just started don't have a chance of making it. You've got to be massive and making millions to win, but clearly you're an example of, of how untrue that is. Yeah, I, I think if you've got the right kind of setup and,
3: and you've got the right offering to your customers I think that it comes across to the judges who do come over and they they're very professional and they do come over and I think any, anyone's got an opportunity of winning especially the new bathroom reward because it has been with COVID and lockdown there hasn't been as many people taking the plunge into new ventures we were just shocked by it because we are a very very small business there's well now we're a little bit bigger because we've got now 10 11 employees but at the time when we kind of started the business it was just me and my business partner doing everything from pot wash to head chef so the awards have actually opened quite a lot of doors and and customers really do recognize the
0: award as well which is which is fantastic that's brilliant as i always say to people it's what you do with what you've got that's what the judges are looking for yeah so look give us an idea kenny of how business is for you right now there's you know there's so much going on in the world making it difficult how are things for you
3: well we've, we've actually been incredibly lucky um the location that we chose for the shop there used to be a very very good shop here and during covid they actually retired they thought they had enough of this with the pandemic they just cut their losses and rode off into the sunset so the reason we chose the location is because there wasn't anyone good around here now when we opened we had a kind of a two three month build process in the showroom and we're very lucky that by the time we actually opened the doors officially we were booked up for kind of two months which was in our eyes, absolutely unbelievable. And we've just gone from strength to strength. We've now got four installation teams. We're looking at increasing that to probably six over the next few months. But as we stand, we are currently booking until mid, kind of mid-May mid time, which is for a business who's only 15 months old, is beyond all Wilder's expectations. What we have found as well is the value of the orders is much higher than we ever anticipated as well. So we, we really
0: cannot be complaining at the moment. <laughs> No, that's fantastic news because I think whenever there's ever economic, you know, earthquake's happening, it tends to be the mid market that suffers the most, you know. Yeah. Um, So it's great to hear that you're doing so well and that you're you're pushing forward and you're expanding and you're growing. Kenny, thank you so much for spending us a little bit of your time today, and good luck for 2023. Thank you very much. Well, we'll have a look at the awards. Um, I'm sure there'll be no posted out fairly soon, and
3: we'll have a look and um, see what we fancy putting a name in a hat for. Brilliant. Thanks a lot, Kenny. No, thanks, Andrew.
0: Now onto our retail categories. These are the ones that really look at kitchen and bathroom retailers and shine a light on those that are just smashing it for their own target market and locality. But before we get into the specific categories, it's really important, I think, to get this point across. Sometimes it's easy to think that only the biggest retailers with the most money win or are shortlisted in these awards, and that's simply not true. And any look back at previous years will confirm that. The size of the business, the size of the turnover, or your market position are only relevant in the sense that judges look for success relative to your merits, circumstance, location, and target market. They are looking for what you've done with what you've got. So there are six retail categories, three kitchen and three bathroom. The New Kitchen Retailer of the Year and New Bathroom Retailer of the Year are all about entrepreneurs launching new businesses. It's a really brave step for anyone, and we want to reward those who are doing a great job. So what exactly does new mean? Well, you are eligible to enter this category if you have opened a new kitchen or bathroom retail showroom business that sells direct to consumers in the 12 months between November the 15th, 2021, the closing date for last year, and November the 17th, 2022, the closing date for this year. This could be a totally new business or a new enterprise for an existing business. So, for example, a new showroom in a different town or a new showroom, a different concept or target audience than one you've already got. An award like this can make a real difference to a new business. So this is a fantastic opportunity. Then we have the kitchen showroom of the year and bathroom showroom of the year. These are obviously for the best designed showrooms. The aesthetics, the layout, the customer journeys, the unique and clever ideas, it's all in there. And as I said, it's not about how big a showroom is, it's about what you've done with the space you have. And finally, we have the kitchen retailer of the year and bathroom retailer of the year. These are the ones that look at the overall retail business, all the important elements that make up success, the business plan, the staff, the marketing, the audience, the adaptation, the unique standout ideas. The whole package. This is the one to go for if you really want to stand out from the crowd. But as I said, it's not about who's making the most money or who has the biggest showroom. It's about what you've done with what you've got. Now, one big change for the 2023 awards is that we have separated the showroom of the year and retail of the year categories in terms of entry. We used to have one form, NTU for both, but now this means you can now enter either or both. And stay tuned for my top tips for entering the retail categories. We switch now to Birkdale near Southport, where we have Neil Guchin and the Burkdale Kitchen Company. Hello, Neil. Good morning, Andrew. UK? Okay? I'm very, very well, thank you. Now, at the 2022 Awards, you took home the Kitchen Showroom of the Year. But before we hear about that, for those that are unfamiliar, tell us a little bit about the Birkdale Kitchen Company.
4: Burgdale Kitchen Company. We opened our doors last April, based in the heart of Berkdale Village in the northwest of England, just north of Liverpool. Got a lovely showroom, uh, evolving all the time. We've already made quite a lot of changes since, uh, since you came to visit us last year. But uh, yeah, absolutely loving it here.
0: Which is fantastic. Although there's lots of people who live in Birtsdale that would describe themselves as being just south of Preston. They wouldn't say just north, <laughs> but they wouldn't say just north of Liverpool. But there you go. Now, what's interesting about your win is the Kitchen Showroom of the Year is that you are a relatively new business, as you say, and that must have come as a bit of a, a shock when you sort of heard your name revealed.
4: Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, because it was the, the new retailer um, category that we we're also in. And we obviously thought we'd have a better chance of winning that. So it was a bit of a surprise when we didn't get the first one and then we obviously obviously got the big one. Um, And it's been great for us. You know, we've been uh, maximising it from a PR point of view. We've been on BBC Radio, uh, all the local press and social media platforms and and so on. And you get a lot of people when they do come in, they they mention about these these things that they've heard heard us on or read read about us. So, yeah, the the brand's been um, evolving and growing, to be honest with you. So it's been fantastic from that perspective.
0: And I think it just demonstrates for that category how it is a showroom award and not a a business award, if you know what I mean. They are two very separate categories, the retail of the Year and the Showroom of the Year, because it is about what a fabulous little showroom you have. I think what's also interesting about the fact that you won it is that, you know, it's quite a comparatively small showroom.
4: Yeah, we've got uh, seven displays on in total, yeah.
0: So it just shows that it's not about having like 100,000-square-foot, you know, three- or four-story showrooms. This, this is about, as I always say and have said before, what you do with what you've got. You, know, you have really thought through and really
4: planned out what you've done with, with a relatively small space. Yeah, correct, yeah. And as I mentioned, we're evolving the showroom all the time. And in the next two weeks, we're going to be installing the first part of our kind of smart home automation journey. So this will be like an attachment to the overall kitchen and home renovation projects. Watch this space, might get a chance to defend the title, and you can see what it's all about.
0: Well, let's hope so. I'm looking forward to that. I think it's interesting because one of the things that stood out for me when you'd won it was the, the amount of marketing you did with it. You did exactly the right thing with that win, which is go and tell the world about it and use it to generate business. Can you give us some kind of idea of how much it has helped the actual feet through the door?
4: Yeah, so what it really did was, and we, as I say, we were smart about how we were marketing ourselves on the, on the back of it and where to market ourselves to so get the right kind of traffic through the door. And I would say since uh, since the award, uh, our, our average kitchen order value is just gradually creeping up. We've noticed that in the last two to three months in particular, where we got the initial inquiries and the, and the pipeline started to grow. It's really, really helped us elevate ourselves even further uh, which is our whole idea about the showroom in the first place, because there was a gap in the market in this part of the world. So it's uh, it's been a been a massive tick in the box. Yeah,
0: it's fantastic. And what would you say to anyone who was thinking of entering but not quite sure
4: whether it's for them or it's worth a try? What would you say to them? Hey, you got nothing to lose. You know, and it also makes you think about exactly, you know, what is it that you're doing with your showroom. You know, when you're going through the uh, through the application process and you're trying to answer all these questions. You know, are you really doing yourself justice? And, you know, do you, should you challenge yourself a bit further by thinking, actually, if, if I really, really believed I could win this, I should probably be, be doing X, Y and Z. Uh, so if, even from that point of view, and even if therefore you don't win or become a finalist, uh, hopefully it'll make you think twice about your showroom.
0: Yeah, again, a lot of people say that the process of sitting down in front of a, a screen and writing
4: about your business, it, it sorted out in your own brain a little bit better. Yeah, correct. Yeah, it was very, very good for us. And that was part of the reason why we've been constantly thinking about, you know, how do we keep the, keep the showroom fresh and relevant? And even on the back of going to the KBB show in Birmingham, we've installed a couple of elements from that in, into the showroom. And uh, and again, they've been excellent for, you know, conversational pieces, so as opposed to just looking at another cupboard or a drawer or a tap or whatever. It's something different and it helps differentiate yourself from your, your competitors down the road.
0: Excellent. So, how is business for you at the moment, Neil? There's lots of worrying headlines around. What's it like, you know, on the shop floor in Birkdale?
4: Yeah, there's been a slight drop in the overall foot flow itself or footfall itself in, into the showroom, but not not that much. Um, and mainly, I think that's down to kind of the demographic that we we focus on. Um, they're probably a bit more uh, able to ride this. Uh, this period of time with all the, the cost of living crisis etc so from that point of view you're know, a little bit fortunate but uh, certainly we're not you know we're not sitting on our laurels the, the average order value is now is now increasing and that's partly due to a bit, bit of pipeline building but also i think the reputation's getting out there more and where they're seeing our signs on these quite large houses i think people are starting to associate that with the large properties in the nice roads with our brand
0: Which is really good news to hear. And I think it's very positive too. And I think the people that stay positive tend to be positive when it comes to their bottom line. But look, Neil, thank you so much for sparing us a little bit of time today. And hopefully, good luck for
4: 2023. Fantastic. Good to speak to Andrew.
0: So as promised, here's my top tips for entering the retail category. Stick with these and you'll be well on your way. Number one. Read the instructions and fill the whole form in. Yeah, I know I said this one for the design categories as well, but it really is true. If you take some time and fill the whole form in as well as you can, I promise you've got a really good chance. Number two, facts, facts and more facts. You need to put real and tangible facts in there rather than just superlatives. So, for example, instead of saying, our business is fantastic, we've had loads more people through the door because we did some marketing... You might say, our business is very successful, our footfall went up by 12% after running some ads, and our website traffic went up by 33%, or whatever. The judges want to see evidence that backs up claims. Number three, be a storyteller. Now, while you need all those facts, don't be afraid to tell judges why you've made the decisions, plans and strategies you did. What is the backstory that led you to make these changes or to try new things? Businesses are made by people and often it's the personal touches that make the difference. Number four, what's your angle? This isn't a competition for biggest companies with the most money, as I keep saying, but you do have to show why you're the best at something in your local market. The best showroom, the best team, the cleverest marketing, the most community minded, the most sustainable, the most innovative. You get the idea. What makes you stand out? Number five, the changing market. Make sure you talk about what you're doing to tackle the biggest issues the sector faces. Don't be afraid to say what you've tried that didn't work as well as what you did. Demonstrates a willingness to embrace new ideas, especially if you've learned something very tangible from those mistakes. How you change your business to tackle those challenges and look to the future is as important as what successes you've had in the past. And finally, number six, it's not all about the money. Yes, I know I keep saying it, but it's really important. This isn't a competition for who's made the most money or who's got the biggest showroom. It's about your local market and how your business tackles it with the resources available to you. The tiniest showroom with a good turnover can be a fantastic award-winning retailer simply because of the role it plays in the local community, the creative and inventive ideas it has to keep itself going in a difficult market, and how it's a model of best practice that much bigger retailers could learn from. It's what you do with what you've got. So that's all the categories and all my top tips. All that's left is for you to go and find out more on our website, kbbreview.com forward slash awards, and give some entries a go. It's totally free, so what have you got to lose? That's kbbreview.com forward slash awards. And the closing date is Thursday, November the 17th. If you have any questions at all about entering, coming to the event itself, or indeed sponsoring, hint, hint then take a look at the episode description and you'll find the details. Alternatively, they're all at kbbreview.com forward slash awards. Good luck.